Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dudas Journey podcast with your host, the Reverend Philip K. That's me. And uh, before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone that Dudaism is technically a philosophy. It's not a religion, even though we are trying to go for that tax write-off religious status, you know. I'm here with my home-rolled hemp cigarettes. I'm trying these papers. I'm trying to roll. I'm doing terrible. I, you would think someone, by now, after like a year, year I, can't, I can't even say a year, it, it's been years, and I still don't properly roll. It's kind of hilarious. I know I'm not doing this right. <laughs> well, hello and welcome, and thanks for tuning in. Uh, today, our topic is depression, which is <laughs> something so many of us are dealing with. <laughs> I know I am. So, uh, let me just go and get you caught up on what I've been up to. If you listen to the past couple episodes, then you know that my wife of 22 years passed away from cancer a couple weeks before Christmas. Um, it's been tough. It's been hard. I've been dealing with the grief, and, and which is what I talked about on uh, the last episode. And one of the topics in there was about knowing the difference between grief and depression. And I thought, why don't we dive into depression? Because I was diagnosed with depression when I was like 11 years old. So I've been dealing with this shit for a long time. Um, and sometimes it's nice to just be able to kind of sit down and go over and, and, and talk about it plainly. Because this was like the early 90s. So, you know, if you were depressed, you were crazy. People like Kurt Cobain and stuff brought a, more of a light to it and more understanding, but there, there's still a lot of phobias and stereotypes that surround depression. Um, so, what's been going on with me? Well, as I said, my wife passed away, so I've been having to go through her belongings, which hasn't been easy, because what do you keep? What do you throw away? Um, everything is a reminder of her. Everything is like a piece of her, so you feel guilty throwing it away, but at the same time, there's no point keeping it, especially if it's not going to be used. You might as well donate it to somewhere where someone can buy it and someone can use it. Because that makes way more sense. <laughs> just, just, just saying. So, I know it's been tough for my kids a little bit, having to donate, like, her clothes and things and some older stuff. Uh, some stuff they've kept. I've always, I've let my, I have two daughters, so I've always let them have first pick if they want to keep anything. And, they, and they've kept some things. And then I've kept some things. I've got like a whole drawer filled with um, memories and pieces of her. Still got the urn near the mantle with a 3D cube picture of her and a cross and an angel and just a couple little mementos. And now that I'm falling into this whole <coughs> single parent type deal, it's 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 been tough. It has not been easy. Because, like, it's like the moment you change your status or tell anyone online, suddenly <laughs> you're getting bombarded with ads. So I've, I've been getting bombarded with, <laughs> with like, dating apps. <coughs> 
and they're just like it's cookie craze somebody never heard of snuggly or stir all kinds of stuff it's just crazy i don't i don't fully get it man i don't fully <laughs> i'm not into the online dating okay the last time i was on the dating scene it was 1995 all right i i don't know what i'm doing i don't know where to go i don't want to go on you know tinder and stuff oh my book dropped sorry um, I'm in kind of a cramped space here because I'm recording my recording studio. My recording booth is the closet in my master bedroom because <laughs> it's a confined space. I was using it for storage, but I put a desk in here and I've been able to do the whole setup through it. Okay. Anyway. Um, so as I've been looking at some of these dating sites, someone told me to go to FetLife. Now I have, you know, I don't really know what Fet Life is, so I go in and it's you know because like I'm kind of a gothic guy, I'm a metalhead, and uh, uh, you know um, I love horror movies and stuff, and so I go into Fet Life thinking I'm going to find other cosplayers because I'm a cosplayer, so I'm thinking I'll find some other you know cosplayer folk out there, um, but it's funny because like I wasn't sure what to expect, and then they have like this questionnaire that you fill out so people can get to know you. The, the format and feeling of it is very much MySpace, if anyone out there remembers MySpace. Um, but they were filling, I was filling out this questionnaire, it was like, do you like to be spanked? And I'm like, what? <laughs> what kind of dating site is this? And then, uh, and then the second question was, uh, do you spank others? So I'm like, well, I'm a parent, I've spanked my kids a couple times, so I guess that's yes? You know? <laughs> I wasn't sure how to take the questions, I'm very analytical. One one question was, do you like to dominate others? And I'm like, at Mario Kart? Because <laughs> I'll whoop your ass on some Mario Kart, buddy. Uh, so, yeah. So, anyway, I, I went in there and... Uh... <laughs> Got a profile on FetLife. And I went to, like, the, the Seeking Dating group sites, you know, where people post. And I gotta tell you, oh my god. So many penises! Holy Jesus, it's like every guy on FetLife, his his profile pic is a dick pic. So many penises. God, I felt like a woman on the internet. It was crazy. And then whenever there is a woman that posts, a, you know, they're either like, they're too far, or, or they're in, they, they just want a certain thing. And then uh, there's also like, uh, you know, a portion, quite a, quite a few of them were like in their 20s. And I'm like, dude, I'm 42. Sorry, I'm not, uh, not, I'm not going down that route on the, I'm, I'm not so much looking for a one night stand. I'm trying to find a partner who doesn't mind being stepmom to two nerdy goth kids. Cause that's pretty much what my kids are going to become as far as I'm concerned at this point. I'm just saying, it's like my oldest likes to wear all black clothes, loves horror films and all that stuff. She loves Pokemon and you know, other things, but I'm just saying, I'm looking at the future and I'm seeing a nerdy goth kid. I'm I'm just calling it. So, yeah. So, I I deleted my FetLife account. <laughs> I was like, this isn't gonna work. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll meet someone the old-fashioned way, you know, at like a bookstore or Comic Con or something. But I will admit it is difficult because I don't really go out. We're all kind of homebodies here. <coughs> One thing I've done on my little adventure is I'm trying to get merch. 
you may not be able to see this, I'm going to try to hold it up, but this is a Dudism mug I, I got, the Dudist Journey mug I got made. Um, unfortunately, I don't know if you can see it, but it's very faded, the colors are kind of off, it's not really great. If you see the video, you can see this mug, it's not great. I got it through Amazon, not great. I'm going to try Redbubble, Teepub, a couple other ones. I'm just going to try and find a place where I can put up, you know, something. I got some stickers made, but I think it's called Sticker Mule. And these ones actually turned out okay. I'm going to try to see if I can get this focused in the camera. But the, the stickers came out pretty good. They're almost, they're like vinyl. They're they're pretty decent. I, I was all right with this. This is definitely something free I can pass out at like events or, or something or wherever I go. Uh, I am going to be hitting up a couple of Comic-Cons. I'm going to be redoing my old cosplay, Hunter S. Thompson Zombie or Hunter S. Zombie. I'm going to take him to Texas Frightmare Weekend in late May. Got my hotel booked, got my, my passes, I'm going to get a Sam Raimi autograph and everything, so I'm getting it all, getting it all together, man. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and then I should have a table at the Dallas Fan Expo uh, in June, and then I'm going to be doing the Houston Horror like Film Festival Con or something down in Houston in August. So I'm going to be busy during the summer a little bit, and uh, heading out and doing some things. Trying to get back out there, man. I've been trying to get a table at Texas Frightmare, but it is damn impossible. Lloyd Cryer, if anyone knows Lloyd, please tell him to give old Philip K. or Hunter S. Zombie a table, please. I don't care if it's in the corner near the bathroom, dude. I mean, come on. It's been five years. Jesus, come on. I gotta get back in. <clears throat> so anyway, I've been checking out some merch and get, trying to get ready for the festival. I'm trying to get my next issue of Stillborn. Uh, stillborn the first zombie in my comic book i'm trying to get the next issue done um i'm thinking of hiring terry parr who's a comic book artist with antarctica he does ninja high school and a few others and so he's with show enough he's worked with show enough studios that's his his place so i'm trying to um yeah i'm trying to just keep the ball rolling doing projects redecorating my room turning it into a goth heavy metal dungeon slash bat cave Don't smoke, kids. <clears throat> Got up my first bookshelf today. I'm pretty proud of it. But I'm putting, like, a lip on the bookshelves, so that way um, the books don't easily fall over. It's always a constant paranoia of mine, is that, you know, I'm going to have some kind of earthquake or <coughs> some kind of rumbling, and it's just going to shake and fall. Which reminds me, um, it's another thing that happened, a uh, bad storm hit me. I'm out in the country, so I don't have a brick wall surrounding my neighborhood or <coughs> anything like that. So we got hit with a storm. Some of the winds were up to like 80 miles. I think a tornado touched down, but oh my God, my whole back porch just got fucked. <coughs> I had two tables gone, chairs gone, two grills gone. I had a trampoline with five bags of cement holding it down. Gone. The kids place it, which was staked down to the ground with two foot, two by four long stakes. Ripped out. Torn to pieces. So, got hit hard. And um, power went out for a little bit. But my satellite went out, so I didn't have Wi-Fi for, uh, for about a week. Uh, and so... Um, 
I was using my hotspot on my phone for my kids and everybody. But not realizing that, you know, the phone companies have squeezed us on the data. So I'm supposed to have unlimited data. But what they do is that after I've used like 40 gigs or whatever, um, they slow it down to the point that it's it's like having AOL for those that remember AOL. Ugh. So we're picking up the pieces from that. I'm dealing with the insurance and the adjuster and all that. And we're getting it all taken care of. I got lost some shingles. My neighbors, like, they, they got, shoo. Some of my neighbors down the street got it worse, man. They got, <clears throat> roof got ripped up and water damage and inside the house and all kinds of shit. I lost some shingles. My roof's going to need to be replaced. But I did not get it as bad as they did. They got a lot worse than I did. Poor, yeah, it sucks. Uh, so yeah other than that still not sleeping and uh <laughs> and one one positive kind of thing that did happen was i got interviewed by the uk by this guy named scott uh for yahoo entertainment about dudism i'll put the link in the description um so that way they, they just asked me some questions he wasn't able of course able to put everything i put in but it'll give you an idea about dudism where we're at what we're doing what's going on and what we're trying to do here, I mean, I myself think that like a lot of people out there, they, they miss that sense of community, you know, and they want to talk about things spiritually. You know, what's funny. The place that I typically will talk the most about spirituality or any kind of theology or philosophy is at Comic-Con. So many because it, it's such an open minded place and it, you know, it's a social event for the antisocial. So a lot of people that have been shunned by major religions um, they, they find a piece at Comic-Con because a lot of us are very open-minded and you have people of all different types of beliefs and all different walks of life. So you're able to go there and have a conversation without someone freaking out. Some people get a little, uh -uh, um, like people who are just so anti-religious, they don't even want to talk about it, but there's folks out there that do want to talk about it and they don't have anyone to talk to because they lost faith in their church. I know I, I lost faith in mine. I was, I was a Catholic. I went to church twice a week. I was all devout. All my birthday money and Christmas money I gave to the church. And then I found out they were using that money to hide and protect pedophiles. And yeah, I was kind of done at that point. And I was a teenager, but my dad was <clears throat> real hardcore religious and was like, you know, you're going to be Catholic or you're ki I'm kicking you out of the house. And so I still went to church and I still did everything I was supposed to do. Um, but when it came to actually becoming a member and being quote unquote confirmed in the church. Um, my brother, my older brother was supposed to go before me and he missed one class and they wouldn't let him go through confirmation for missing one class. And my mom got pissed because we had given and done so much for the church. So my mom was like, if any of you kids don't want to be confirmed, that's okay. I'm fine with it. Cause I'm done with this shit. And my mom also later confessed and told me that, she didn't want to have more children, and because of that, the priest ridiculed her for not wanting to get pregnant again, because my mom gave birth to six kids. She's like, the doctors have told me if I have another child, I could die. I, I don't think this is right. But the church was very punishing towards her. You believe that shit? <clears throat> I do. Because I was there. But this is... Uh, this is why a lot of folks, they, they, you know, you can read the, the news reports about 
the number, you know, less and less people going back to churches, temples, synagogues. And so what I'd like to do here on the Dudas Charity is kind of let those people know you can come here. Listen to me squabble a little bit, and you might learn something. And you might even identify and agree with a few things. Because a lot of us, we just want to live in peace. That's all we want. Some people out there don't want to. Some people out there are got a death wish and want war and chaos and, and want to be dominant in some way because they're not dominant in their own lives. But the majority of us, we just want to live in peace, dude. We just want to take it easy and crack a beer or have a drink after work, have a toke, and just chill the fuck out and spend time with our family and remind ourselves why we're doing all this crazy shit. You know what I mean? Let's, uh, let's take some time to take it easy. Now, <clears throat> let's get back to today's topic, which is depression, which is something we all deal with. Now, when it comes to dudism on depression, we're usually just like, you know, hey, man, this is going to happen. But you take it easy, you ride it through, and uh, you'll ride the wave and find a better place. Um, Buddhists will tell you to meditate. Christians will tell you to pray, uh, you know, depending on what what your theology is. <clears throat> and so... Um, what I've decided to, to understand depression, to dive into it, I went to modern psychiatry because I rely on science. Okay. If I break my arm, I go to a doctor. I don't go to the, the local preacher and pray for the arm to be healed. No, I go to a doctor and he uses the latest in scientific advancements to help heal me. So <clears throat> naturally, if I'm going to talk about depression, well, the, the people in that field would be psychiatrists. So let's dive into that and see what they've got to say. Now, let me take a look at my notes here. Now, let's go ahead and define depression, okay? Depression is a common and serious medical illness that negatively affects how you feel, think, and act. <clears throat> it causes sadness, loss of interest in activities, a variety of emotional and physical problems, including decreased ability to work or function. Eh, that about sums it up, doesn't it? Or it could be, uh, depression is feeling like shit and not wanting to do anything. Yeah, that's another way to sum it up. Now, what are some symptoms? Let's think about symptoms here for a second, okay? Feeling sad. Yeah, that'd probably be the first sign uh, of depression. Feeling sad, yes. Not feeling quite up to it today, are we, sir? No. <laughs> um, another one, loss of change in appetite. Now, either you're eating more or you're eating less. But the point is, is that you're not on your normal diet. You, you've changed it in some way. You have trouble sleeping. Loss of energy. Yeah, check, check. Uh, the inability to sit still. You pace around. You wring your hands check uh feeling worthless or guilty double check difficulty concentrating thinking or making decisions yeah triple check on that one thoughts of death or suicide eh, not so much suicide or anything or thoughts of dying but i do feel like i've been arguing with death a lot if that makes any sense basically i'm just talking to myself and <clears throat> just so you know Depression affects 1 in 15 adults. 1 in 15. That's yearly. 
if you go by month, uh, lifetime, it's one in six. So, yeah. <clears throat> now, in the last episode, I talked about the differences between grief and depression, and I want to kind of go over them again here, because I do believe that it's important, because while I'm feeling a lot of... I'm checking the boxes on a lot of these symptoms, but a lot of these symptoms are also when you suffer from grief. And that's technically what I'm dealing with. I'm dealing with the loss of my wife, who I fell in love with at 16, I married at 19, and unfortunately had to bury at 42. So grief and depression, what's the difference? Well, grief, um, it's in waves. It's usually a response to an event, such as the death of a loved one. And... Um, <clears throat> and so it's um but with uh, depression once again we're it's it's consistent and i will admit that the grief is in waves i mean there are times when i laugh I'm, I'm trying to watch funny movies and stand up i'm going out and trying to have fun with my kids you know bought myself a couple of presents i got some lightsabers uh <laughs> i still haven't like bought like a big gift like everything i bought myself is under 200 dollars. you know i bought myself a couple of books i bought myself uh, a couple of tools you know but nothing nothing major nothing too big i was thinking about buying a motorcycle but a buddy of mine a friend she needed um <clears throat> they were having trouble paying for for school so i just gave the money to them instead it felt like it was going to a better cause I did want to buy my own proton pack. I was thinking about going to Ben of Kent or and getting the shell and everything and all that good stuff. But I don't know. I'm still I'm still debating it, you know, cuz it's like $1000 and I'm like, yeah, I could do a lot with 1000, you know what I mean? So I'm trying to keep it, you know, <clears throat> where it's at. Uh so now let's talk about risk factors with depression. What are some risks that come with depression? Uh, first of all, it can affect the biochemistry of your brain. <clears throat> it's to where you're not working right. Like I said, you've lost interest in things. Like, let's say you used to be a runner or you used to paint every day, and now you're not. Me, I'm a writer, and I usually write every day, but I haven't been writing lately. I should have been writing a lot more than I have been. I'm trying to finish this novel. I'm trying to get some freelance work, which means I need to write, but I haven't been. I, I I've just been... I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I've had to do three funerals. I've had to travel. I've had to uh, change all the accounts. I still have accounts I have to change. So I'm dealing with, I'm juggling with a lot, a lot right now at the moment. Um, but I'm, everything's starting to settle. And I think by the end of this month, I should have everything handled. And on top of it all off, I got to do my taxes. Yay! Tax man! Now here's some other risk factors in depression. Genetics. So if your father had depression or maybe a family member had depression, there's a good chance you will too. And yeah, it's in my family tree. Personality. Perhaps you're in a high-stress job and you have low self-esteem. This is another risk. You're not, you're constantly hard on yourself. You're not giving yourself a break. You're not giving yourself any time or kind of respect or, you know, just letting yourself, you know, ease up a little bit. You're not perfect. You're human. You're not a machine. Remember that. Okay. <clears throat> the other thing is uh, the environment often 
that's a risk factor. If you're in a neglectful and abusive relationship, if you're broke, if you're in a violent relationship, that's going to increase the possibles, uh, possibility of you gaining depression too. So if you've got all of these, pff, damn, you're, you're screwed, brother. Just like me. Welcome to the party, pal. Now, what are kind of treatments that we can do? What are some treatments? Well, most people, you know, they turn to, uh, they turn to drugs. And I'm just talking about, like, you know, weed or cocaine or heroin. I'm also talking about Zoloft and other types of drugs that are used for depression. There's also therapy. Talking to someone is good. Um, I think that when you talk with friends, uh, a word of advice just for me. If you're talking with friends, let them know, hey, I just need to vent. I'm not looking for a solution. I just need to vent. And I often will tell this to my friends because when you tell your friends what's going on, they immediately start coming up with solutions to fix your problem. Sometimes you just want to vent. You know what I mean, dude? You just want to let it out and just... Because even, you know, whether you're a Dudist, Buddhist, Christian, Jewish, or, or whatever, what have you, man, um, you're going to get angry sometimes. You're going to get frustrated. It's going to happen. And sometimes you're just going through a lot of shit and you just want to vent to somebody. <clears throat> and honestly, that's why therapy exists because some of us couldn't find someone that we could trust or or were too embarrassed to talk to and so we had to pay a stranger. You know? Don't get me wrong. It's, oh God, yeah. I'm not rolling too well here. <clears throat> Once again, it's a stranger that, you know, um is qualified and, and understands probably your situation more than you do. I'm sorry, but the uh, hemp cigarettes I rolled, I rolled too loose. So they keep going out. Uh, because I'm not that smart, okay? <laughs> but there are some things that you can use to help cope with depression that don't involve drugs or a doctor or a therapist. And one of them is sleep. <laughs> now, if you're depressed, you might be sleeping a little bit more anyway, but there's also a lot of times when you're not sleeping. I know I'm not sleeping at night. So you've got to find a way to sleep. It's very important that you find a way to rest and sleep. It is absolutely important. And not only that, You'll lose weight, because when you're sleeping, you can't eat. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Another thing is is exercise. And this is something I've I've gotten back into. I'm doing my DDP yoga. That's right, Diamond Dallas Page, man. <clears throat> of course, when I bought the program, it was YRG, yoga for the regular guy. But, you know, they changed it over time. But I'm doing that. Lost a few pounds. I'm eating healthier, you know. I'm getting there, man. I'm getting there. It's taking time, but I'm getting there. And of course, <coughs> right when I do this is when all the freaking Girl Scouts start selling cookies. Because don't get me wrong, man. I will go to a Girl Scout table and I will slap a hundred bucks on the table. Mm. Get my fill of those thin mints. Mm -hmm. Oh, now. 
which leads to another thing about how to help cure depression. Eat a healthy diet, man. Eat the fucking fruits and vegetables, please. Eat the goddamn fruits and vegetables, okay? Your stomach's going to be better. Your health's going to be better. You're not going to gain any weight. Eat the goddamn vegetables, okay? Please. Please. Eat the fucking vegetables and fruit, all right? And I guarantee you when you quit eating the crap and you eat the fruits and vegetables, they're going to taste better. All right? The fruit's going to be sweeter because you're not sucking down on all that goddamn artificial sugar. Please eat the fruits and vegetables. Please. I'm, I'm fucking begging you here. Oh, and on top of that, try to avoid alcohol because it's a depressant. I'm breaking that rule. <laughs> I got me some Johnny Walker right here in the old cup. A little bit of Grandpa's moonshine. Well, that's mostly because I'm just not sleeping at night, so that helps me sleep. Because um, I know some people, they use uh, CBD or cannabis or stuff or whatever to, to sleep. But for me, I use it to function, so it, it doesn't do what you're thinking it's going to do for me. Now, once again, as we dive around in this fun world of depression, I'm a dudist, so I think from the angle and aspect of a dude, which, by the way, we had the holiday recently on, uh, which was uh, the release of the dude. It's been 25 years. Pretty sweet. All right. So in the words of the dude and dudism on depression, let me tell you a few things that might help. You're not perfect. And that's okay. You don't have to be perfect to function properly. Remember that. Okay. All right. Self-help books tend to be, uh, how do I put this? Kind of a scam in a way. And I should know I've read some, but they rarely impose long lasting change. If you want some long lasting change, you got to make the commitment and do it. Little self-help ain't, ain't going to help you that much. <laughs> You can't purchase peace of mind, my friend. I'm sorry. And the main thing about depression that you have to remember, okay, and this is important, there is no great answer. All right, there's no cure, okay? You got to ride the wave. And as you're riding that wave, you're going to have to force yourself to do the things you love. That's right. I said force yourself. If you used to be a runner, go fucking take that run tomorrow. Okay? If you're a writer or an artist or whatever, go fucking do that. Force yourself to do it, even though you don't want to. Fucking do it. You think I want to do this podcast right now? No. I am forcing myself to do this. Because I fully believe that this honestly is helping me. It's It helped me through my brother's death, and now it's helping me through my wife's death. And why I have to deal with so much death in the span of two fucking years is a little beyond me. And it really pisses me off, too. 
Ugh. But, hey, man. Sometimes you roll strikes and sometimes you roll gutters. But you keep playing. And so that's what I gotta do. And like I said, you know, I'm, I'm a dad, man. I'm in a whole different category here on this whole fucking thing. Yeah. One of these days I'll have my mic at the perfect adjustment, but I don't know what that is yet. I'll get there one day. I'll get there. One day. Oh. But now that I've said a few things about what some of the risk factors are, for getting depression, and I've talked about some of the symptoms, and I talked about some of the ways to fight it and cure it. Why don't you go ahead and we're gonna take five minutes of silence, man? Just five minutes to just be quiet and kind of soak all this information in and see how it relates to us, how we can use it, maybe see where we're at, or maybe even find out maybe how we can help someone we know who's dealing with depression, okay? And we're going to go ahead, and we're going to start that five minutes right now. Feel free to meditate, pray, have a smoke, or a drink. I'm having a smoke and a drink. Yeah, shit, I didn't roll this one right either, damn it.
That's time, yeah. <clears throat> that is our five minutes. I hope it helped. I hope that maybe what I said might guide you in the right direction. Or maybe make you realize that you're not alone. And hey, if you feel like discussing philosophy, come out to the Dallas Fan Expo in June. <laughs> Find my table. I don't even know where I'm at yet. And uh, I'll talk with you all day long about philosophy. Or theology. Or what do you think of that DC versus Vampire series? Overall, everyone, thanks for tuning in, man. Thanks for listening. As I walk through this crazy game we call life, man. Riding the ride. And doing all I can to keep a calm state of mind. So remember, everybody. You gotta remember to take it easy. Because when you take it easy, the dude abides. Thanks a lot, man. See you next time.